So welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan. And I'm Kelly. And joining us tonight is our zombie correspondent, Eric. Hey, welcome from the zombie capital of L.A. And do you have sweet potato fries there? <laughs> oh, yeah. Those are all the craze. They are. They are good, good, good. So... As our zombie correspondent is here, we are talking about the first four episodes of season six of The Walking Dead. And I, I think we can all agree that it was better than the six episodes of Fear the Walking Dead. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm I'm still, I, I haven't given up on Fear the Walking Dead. No, we're not um, giving up oh, on no. it. No. We're but, just saying that these first four episodes rocked it. Yes. Yes, they mm-hmm. definitely did. Yeah, and yeah. I'm glad that um, that the Morgan one, episode four, is one of these first four. Because for for a moment there, I thought, oh no, that was episode five, meaning we don't get to talk about it tonight, because that would be like in a what you know after the the eighth one mm-hmm. of this first half season. But so yeah. no, we do get to talk about it. Yeah, I thought it was kind of an odd placement though at at first, but then was thinking Spoiler, about it because of Glenn. <laughs> We should be very clear. Lots of spoilers. Well, yes, okay. lots of spoilers. Yeah, in the we're podcast. T- we're going to talk we're about everything about through the through the first four episodes. Yes, obviously. So if you have not seen them, pause and watch them right now because they are fantastic. Yes. Okay, you're back. You've watched all the episodes. Oh. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> that was fast. Yeah. Is Glenn dead? No. Right. So, okay. When I thought about the placement, ahead. yeah, the placement of the Morgan episode, yes. I guess it had to be there because it had to be after the wolves invaded, mm-hmm. and uh, in episode three, the horn was still going, and so you know it had to be after all of that, mm-hmm. and so he's telling this story to. Mm-hmm the wolf that we all thought that he killed. Yeah. So <sighs> when he, because he told him, he I'm, said, I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah. Before so, it hit him. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that meant he killed him, but no. Me too. Well, I think for me, when the episode came on, I was like, no, it's like, you're moving so fast. Why are you slowing down? And then I started getting into the episode and I started enjoying his backstory. Mm-hmm. And by the end, it really brought you up to speed of where you're going to be next episode. Yeah. And I, I even really enjoyed, cool. I even enjoyed uh, Eastman's backstory. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. So much. The whole episode I just thought was gorgeous and wonderful and made sense and added, I don't I liked that pause. Um, and for some reason, while I really can't wait to find out about Glenn, I'm okay with having two weeks go between them because this episode was so good. I mm-hmm. felt a little bit like Zen Morgan about it. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, eh, we'll yeah. find out. We, we Everything may gets not a return. find out next week. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we may not. Uh, Be nice. We have to find out next week. I don't think we will. Um, can we talk about the, the previews or not? For next week? Yeah. Sure. I'm fine with it, at least. Okay. If I remembered it. <laughs> I haven't well, seen it yet, so but I'm fine. Okay. Because well, I buy, buy the episode. Basically, it showed, uh, showed Maggie um, 
was was loading up to go out and search for Glenn. So hopefully they won't drag this out, you know, like they did. Uh, what was it? Season two, the beginning of season two, the search for Sophia. Oh, yeah, yeah. but the search for, for Sophia when it paid off on, I think, episode seven, wasn't it? It was eight. Eight. Yeah, it was just so heartbreaking. It was yeah. just like, oh, my God, like. We didn't know what happened to her, so it always was a mystery. And then the reveal was just heart-wrenching. Mm-hmm. Whereas here, we all speculate, what happened to him? Is he dead? Is he alive? You know, yeah. did zombie gut save his life? You know, right. or is he torn apart? And we're going to see him as a zombie. Mm-hmm. Which, speaking of that, since we're speaking about Glenn, you remember on your last podcast that you had me on, I sat there and said, enough with Glenn, kill him off or don't kill him off. This is your fault. (laughs) You bastard. Well, the second it happened, I'm like, no, don't kill him (laughs) off. So there's your return. You know, in other words, it came back to bite you in the butt. Well, luckily it wasn't a zombie that did that. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and, and speaking of bites, um, getting back to Eastman, I think that if I'm not, Eastman knew that being bit was the end of him because you remember he said, "I'm ready." Yeah, and I I thought that was interesting because there is a little bit of controversy on zombie bites now since they all have the virus within them, and if they die in different ways, you're still going to turn into a zombie. Why is it the bite is forcing you to to turn into a zombie or die and then turn into a zombie? I think it kills you faster. I was wondering that too. Mm-hmm. Because of but of the um, heightened like, infection. Exactly. And it, the bite won't heal. That's but what I, I was thinking. Speed up the pro- progress of the virus already inside you yeah and so i mean it it, like uh maybe it's a form of sepsis Mm -hmm. i would agree with that because it's just such a like a dead thing is biting you and it's full of germs and disease and all it's just that it's just nasty and then when it bites you there but then can't you clean up the wound real quick like if you well that's that's the thing with uh herschel and his the the quick amputation yeah saved his life so I just kind of wonder if he jumped into the river and washed it real fast, maybe. But I think because it's already in him. And so that area right there, I mean, I do keep wondering th- about that as well. Right. But it seems like that part of his body, there's nothing you can safely chop off. Right. Right. So I think the only place you'd want to get bitten by a zombie is the foot or the hand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you absolutely have to, you know. Mm-hmm. And of course, I still like that they uh, Brad Pitt's character did that, you know, cut off the someone's hand, lower arm in uh, World War Z. Okay. So I just, yeah, yeah I like that. that that's a, yeah. a thing. <laughs> well, let's let's kind of go back a little bit to. Uh, let's go back in time. Back in time to 601, the first time again. So um, yeah, the black and white flashbacks. What did you, what did you guys think of that? Well, being an editor, I I wonder if it was scripted that way because it felt like an editorial. They might have said, you know, to make the episode a little more interesting, let's jump through time. But then um, the director said something on on 
the Talking Dead that it sounded like it was scripted. Uh, so what's interesting is the the outline of the episode goes in chronological order, and it was fun mm-hmm. to read it in order because you then because there were so, so many subbeats within what was going on in the episode that it was nice just to have it in order and read it. Oh yeah, that took place. Oh yeah, that took place. And a great example of that is when they go to bury um, Porch Dick. <laughs> and the son wants to know where his son is buried. I mean, where his father is buried. Yeah. Yeah. And that to me was such a touching moment because Rick has lost sight that regardless, these are still human beings. Right. Mm-hmm. And he, he was just going to leave the body there until, you know, uh, Ron showed up and then they decided they were, and then Rick decided, yeah, we should bury him, I guess, because yeah. his son's here. Yeah. And so that was a beat in the show because of all the juxtaposing and intercutting and moving around time that you kind of lost a little bit. It didn't um, it didn't resonate as much as it would have if the show was in in order. But at the same time, you know, you come into the show and you see what's going on. You're just going, where where am I? What am I doing? And then you, you know, so all in all, it really kept me in a lot of suspense in watching it. Mm hmm. I I thought the black and white looked fantastic, but it was kind of like they're dumbing it down. This is a flashback, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I loved the visual of it so much that... Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. uh, In some Uh ways, I liked the look of black and white even more. Am I back? You're back. Am I good now? Okay. Yeah, I think I can put that all together. Okay. In some ways, I liked the black and white more than the color, so that when we would go back to color, to me, that was a bit jarring. It's like, oh, I want to see the black and white again. Mm-hmm. And that's rare for me. I mean, I love black and white movies, but I don't know, TV shows, I, I'm just used to the color. So. Right. It's a little different for, for this show. Yeah. 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 And... Also, in that episode, when Morgan said, um, sometimes you're safer when there's no way out. Uh, no way out is the name of the comic that this, you know, this chapter oh, of the wow. comic that um, that wow. covers this. Cool. Yeah. yeah, that is cool. And, and I think they, they usually try and work in that to, um, to, you know, to each little section of the story. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, The new characters, we have uh, Heath in his bad wig. Um, (laughs) It's horrible. It really is. Uh, Scott and Annie. And, uh, yeah, we've lost Annie already. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that's right. Yeah, she was broken ankle girl. Yeah, she went out pretty nasty, too. And still annoying that nobody shot her. Exactly. And oh. and the other guy too, um, was yeah. it David? Um, yeah. All those people. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But do they do they do that? You know, that's something that another show, Z Nation, exactly. does. But does the but does the Walking Dead do that? I don't. They, they may have. They may. But have. Why wouldn't they? These people are suffering. People that they were just chatting with. Yeah, they're screaming and suffering. So, their friends, so you'd want to yeah. 
give them mercy, if you will, for that reason. But then also, if you don't, they're going to turn into walkers. Mm-hmm. But keep in mind, if you shoot at them, the noise would attract even more but they, zombies. But when they already have a, a mass of zombies, I don't know. I don't – it just seemed like there were already so many zombies yeah. and walkers there. I don't know. Yeah, I think Michonne could have – Got David with her sword, you know. Yeah. I don't know though. When you got uh, when you know for sure the people are done for, to get in there and actually give them mercy quietly would be very dangerous. I mean, I'm not arguing the point. I would love somebody. I mean, I'd be yelling, "Give me mercy!" You know, mm-hmm. stop. Yeah. Especially, especially the poor guy up against the fence. Yeah. Yes. You know? And that I did, one was horrifying. Yes, and I did. Now taking back my point, I did wonder the same thing. Why didn't she just? stick the sword through and mm-hmm. yes. and put him out of his misery. It that it is a fascinating thing why why the Walking Dead group does not do that. Yeah. It, it's a know. good point. Yeah. I wish we could get an answer to that. Let's uh, let's see right. if we can. That's right. We need I think, to talk I think to I some need, of the writers and <laughs> I think I need I think I need to call into the Talking Dead and say, "Yeah, here's my question." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you do that next week. Yeah, I might. <laughs> I just might do that because I've always been wanting to call in but never had a good question. That's a This good is one. a good question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great question. So any fans out there listening to this too, if you beat us to the punch, yeah. you know, let us know. Call in and let us know the answer to this because it, 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 it really is a true point. I would want to be taken down once I, even once I'm bit, you know. Um, yes. Once, once I knew I could say my goodbyes and then go look at the flowers. <laughs> yes. Well, and I and I was assuming that's what happened with Eastman when he said, I'm ready. And he said, mm-hmm. I have a whatever it is, pistol, whatever put away. And then we didn't see what happened, but, but we did see that Morgan buried him. Then I took it to mean that he either shot himself or Morgan shot him. Right. Gave him mercy. Exactly. That's, okay. a, that's so, exactly the way I saw it. So it's interesting that, you know, Morgan – who is now the Zen master, no killing, all life is precious, was willing either to let Eastman kill himself or kill Eastman directly. Um, and no one else is doing that. You know, Rick's people. It is It is interesting. I'm not – I'm curious about it. It's not yeah. judging because yeah. I, I, your point is well taken that to sneak back in there quietly to give someone mercy – um, is stupid, then, you know, you'd risk getting bitten or scratched or whatever. Right. But um, once again, the guy at the fence, he's yes. right up against the fence. She's got the long sword. She could just jab it through. And she had promised so, him. Yeah. yeah. And then she the was going to get, you're going to get was home. Lost. Yeah. And then, yeah. well, she knew, I think she knew, well, maybe not. I, I kind of felt it was, I don't know. Yeah. That's interesting. I think she she probably did mean it because then when it happened, when she saw it on her arm, yeah, she, she felt she bad. She mm-hmm. felt really bad, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she, but then she also erased it instead of keeping it to remind herself to talk to the wife. She kind of erased it. You know what I mean? Like she, yeah, doesn't, she doesn't want to deal with that pain that's gonna come. Yeah. 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 They're getting traumatized every day. It's you know living in the world of uh... <laughs> yeah. Again, back to episode one here um, in the in that meeting. Um, is Maggie pregnant? Which meeting? Who was she meeting? With? When they were meeting uh, to talk about Rick's plan 
to uh, lead the walkers away. Oh, right. And Glenn was telling her something about staying yeah. back. Yeah, she has to stay here. And that's not the only reason, right? When what did, what did she to, say? Did what he did, say what? that? He he did. He did. Yeah, when um, Maggie said something about uh, staying with Diana yeah. and um, I think Glenn said, well, that's not the only reason. And Oh, God. Yeah. So <laughs> I missed that part. I do remember that little that, look. huh? <laughs> yeah. And I'm saying something. But I I was taking it to mean that after they had been separated and and they tried to find each right. other a few seasons ago. Oh, OK. Right. I okay. sort of. Yeah, me too. But there is I think there is like people thinking, yeah, maybe. But then we see her going out. But then right, her, she's going out next week. Next yeah. Week. So. But I mean, yeah. Writer-wise, for oh, me. And, and then also. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. If you're there. <laughs> Kelly. Oh, yeah, yeah, you there? Uh, yeah, I am. Um, I was thinking that with with everything that had just happened, Reg and Pete and and Rick and just everyone, there's still uh, this potential for. Uh, is their place in Alexandria secure? And Maggie is the closest person to Deanna, not just from their group, but in general now. And so I was thinking that was part of it as well, that if the rest of their group or the main people from their group were all going out, they needed someone there sort of to keep eyes on Deanna and mm-hmm. what was going on inside. Mm-hmm. And Maggie was the perfect person for that. Yeah. Yeah, she does. And I don't know. Like, do y'all hope that she's pregnant or hope that she's not, or you don't care either way? I don't care. I personally don't want any more babies on the show. <laughs> yeah, me neither. It's I mean, complicated. Yeah. Yeah, and if if she is pregnant and he's dead, I'm gonna be annoyed because I don't know. It's just just it's sort of always done. I'm not always, but and not on this show, but. <sighs> Yeah, it is kind of kind of tropey. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, and then the, will she carry the baby full term? Right. Um, it's just it, it it makes the show a little more difficult, just even in a just for a production standpoint. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, especially um, since time moves so slowly on this show. Oh gosh, that's right. <laughs> you know, and they've already renewed it for season seven, but shit, right. she won't have that baby till like season ten. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's a Murphy baby. Oh, oh right. wrong show. <laughs> well, hey, listen to the podcast. We asked about that. <laughs> so, um, and, and we also we also got another backstory in uh, JSS. Um, Enid's. Yeah. Uh, did we need to know, or was it all about the tortoise? Or <laughs> no, that for me was that great. Was, yeah, it really um, that that was really cool. How it her loss of her parents, mm-hmm. uh, then her literally on her own, barely surviving. Like she, you could tell she was not meant to survive. She she learned how to survive as she went on. Yes. Um. And then why she cowered out and left when the wolves showed up. So it was a perfect insight to her character to help us understand who she is 
uh, and what she is doing. And I, I think we'll see her back because I think she leaves the compound and then the, the horde mm-hmm. of zombies yeah, she's gotta come pretty back. much surround her. So I think we'll be seeing her come back. Mm. Yeah. Or her demise, either one. So I guess that she kind of she kind of decided that no place is safe, and that's why she left. Yeah. What's the JSS? Just survive. Just somehow. 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 Just survive and, somehow. And she sees it as this is not a safe place to be anymore. Like even when she was introduced to us, there was always this. Um, it was never uh, safe. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. She was still going outside the walls every day. I had read some people speculating that she would let the wolves in. I had heard that too, but uh, I, I don't know. No, I don't think so. Because I think if if she had run into them, um, you know, in that time that she was wandering, they probably mm-hmm. would have killed her. One would think. I don't yes. think they would or have they taken would've... her in. Or she would have had the W on her forehead because that they they clearly are a, a a group that believes in kill anybody who is not part of our group. Now, how you become part of that group is a question. Yeah, that we probably will never get an answer to. But the fact is, whatever this core group is, they are just like, we're not going to let anybody else in. Just kill everybody else off. We don't care. Mm -hmm. Just take what they got. Kill them off. So this group Mm -hmm. probably has been together from the start of the apocalypse Mm -hmm. and not let anybody else in the circle. Unless, Unless, of course, they kept them captive for quite a while and then realized, uh, why don't we put them in? You know, um, you know what I mean? It's it's very cultish, I guess, would be. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Every group is cultish. Even our own group. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, like you look at the behaviors of how they are, how they are now. um, What is the difference sometimes? You know, how how the group basically you notice how this group came into Alexandria and they've destroyed alexandria in a way yes yeah so not just in a way yeah and maybe these other things would have happened anyway i mean we imagine that the wolves would have attacked anyway whether our group ever got there or not but um i of course it does seem like our group arriving someplace is a death knell for that place (laughs) right and uh you're right because some of the the residents there you know that when they want to stage that rebellion and you know and Rick knows, you know, he says, you want to take this place from us? You know, so. Yeah. It's definitely. Yeah. Taken over. So just something else, mm-hmm. a line from Z Nation. <laughs> sure. It's related to this, though, that uh, because That's it's funny. about different philosophies. And so I think it does go along with Morgan's and, and Eastman's as well. So um, y'all should know, but I, I won't tell it for other people who don't watch Z Nation, especially since I only recently no, started. Tell it. Tell it. Who cares? Well, I was going to tell the lie, but okay, it's the okay. the Amish guy. Yes. Who's the yes, sort that of was leader. A good, that was actually mm-hmm. not a bad episode. I loved it, yeah. And yeah. he said, um, he looked at them in wonder, and he said, so you would rather kill than be killed. And on the one hand, your immediate reaction is, well, yeah. If it comes to survival, what the hell are we doing here? Are mm-hmm. we supposed to just let people kill us? And yet my personal life philosophy is I, I, I wouldn't rather kill. And yet 
if it were my family or potentially even someone else that's about to be killed. But then it, it really got me thinking, you know, Z Nation of all things really got me thinking. And then to to have the, the connection with Morgan now in Walking Dead and to have his whole episode. Um, clearly our group, you know, Rick's group, would absolutely without question rather kill than be killed. And I'm not... Uh, I, it, it's not a problem. I understand mm-hmm. it. That's survival instinct, you know. Um, but as a philosophy, it just is interesting in the comparing that with Morgan and how he has evolved. Yeah. You know, he calls it all life is precious. Mm-hmm. And yet he also says, I won't allow you to kill me, which Eastman had always also said. Right. That's right. right. He said that to the wolves. Yeah. So he wouldn't rather be killed than kill, he believes he can avoid killing and avoid being killed. So it's like this third philosophy. There's the one I'd rather Mm. you kill me than me kill you. The second one, that's the Amish people in Z Nation. (laughs) It's like, what Amish? Okay. In Walking Dead, Rick's group is I would rather kill than be killed. And Morgan is we don't have to do either. Yeah. Which one do you think will win out, though? To tell you I the want truth. Morgan's I mean, to win out. Like, well, <laughs> of you course know, we do. I, yeah, but I don't think it will, with especially with this guy that he's captured, this wolf that he's captured. Yeah. He's going to have to see that there are exceptions. But, and but what's great about that. yeah, and what but what's great about this show is they're giving us the yin and yang of the show. The people that are passive and will not kill still end up getting people killed. And then mm-hmm. the people that do kill and try to protect still end up getting people killed. Yeah. And and it's a very interesting yin and yang on this. Like what do you do? Either way, you end up getting people killed. So not there is no one right way. They're probably Right. are wrong ways, you know, terminus, I think everyone would oh, agree. Yeah. Well, not everyone. I'm sure there are people out there who would be all for, like in real life, who would be all for that if it means their survival. And honestly, I can understand that. If your primary objective is that instinctive, you know, reptilian brain survival, do whatever Eat. it takes. Eating people? <sighs> I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm that not going to get near you when the zombie no, no, I would not participate in that. Well, then I they'll, just, eat, they'll eat you. No, I know. I wouldn't. I, I would. I would want to stay away. I'm saying just because I can imagine or I can understand. It just. It's just. It's empathy. I can. I have empathy for that mode that they're in. Mm-hmm. Um, I disagree with it, and I, I would not do I, it. I, I don't have any empathy for it because there is our group has survived off the land or grocery stores. Why can't these people, Alexandria, survive? Why can't Terminus survive without uh, moving into that direction? And I think they moved in that direction because the people who they killed and captured – who ran Terminus were that way to begin with, and they were kind of converted or tortured into it, I think. Right. Well, remember, they were terrorized, and it sounded right. like rape. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, 
So on top of the zombie apocalypse, they had their own <laughs> personal little apocalypse going on. So um, double or triple the uh, peri-traumatic stress disorder, not post-traumatic, but, yeah, but I'm glad I'm, I'm glad they brought that up. The PTS, is that what it's called? PTSD, uh, yeah, yeah. PTSD, you know, with, with Eastman bringing that up. That was mm-hmm. very – and that – the way they handled that, um, at first the little um, wavery image, you know, to me was a oh, little yeah, gimmicky yeah. being an editor. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's just a plug-in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But then how they popped into it when he was um, – when he found the cell door was open, I think he attacked Eastman yes. at some point. Yeah. And they used it right before – before he did that and and sound design something happened sound design in that image clicked me into his psyche at that moment yeah. like oh he's gonna attack like so what they were doing really visually clued you in when his brain would switch back into that psd uh syndrome yeah yeah now okay another and a question for an editor here so if they were going to cut this down to to like a regular, you know, 60 minutes um, with commercials, with commercials. What would you cut out? Was that a 90 minute episode? It was. Well, oh, so I, I have it without commercials at 65 without commercials. Right. So if it were like it would be what, 40, it's like a 48. It would be 43. No, 43. Okay. Yeah, that's what we're timing in at now at 43 with uh with all the commercials and the, everything. Sorry, folks. See uh, what 18 minutes of your life is wasted on commercials. Whoops. <laughs> I didn't say that. Um, so I didn't even, I might've noticed the episode was long, but I enjoyed every beat of it. I, wow. Yeah. So 60, what was it? 60, it was 65, 65. Yeah. I enjoyed every, I wish they were all that way. Tell you. True. Yeah. I mean, there's enough content and everything. Now, what would I cut out? Mm-hmm. You could um, probably the first thing you would you would go after is all of the the uh, goat uh, killing the zombies around the goat beats because you'd still <laughs> well because you know there were uh, like three zombie attacks on the goat and yeah. only one was successful and you didn't even see that one. That was the funniest thing. Um, so you could cut that down to just one. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah. the goat's out there and then all of a sudden – and you show one approaching it and then you kill him off. So you know there's a threat to the goat and then you cut to the last one in the show where it happened and then you see the goat got it because somebody wasn't paying attention. Um, um, and maybe uh, – you know, a lot of the stuff that comes out is the, the walking, the um, – what we call shoe leather, the the quiet beats always are the ones that get attacked. And I, I always hate that about television because it does have to be at a certain time. Whereas when I cut features, in theory, we can be any length we want. Right. So if we want to take those beautiful moments to breathe, like by the river, them learning, um, what is it? Uh, I want to say Kung Fu, but that isn't it. Uh, Aikido. Aikido. Um you know, you can take those moments, you know, and they did. And that's what made that episode so great is you were getting these these longer beats where you could just you could actually begin to feel that the apocalypse was 
slipping away. You could see how he had created a little sanctuary mm-hmm. there for himself. And the only thing that he couldn't fulfill was the fact that he was lonely. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been nice if they could both go to Alexandria. Yeah, that would have been cool. Because they, they definitely might... need a psychiatrist there. Yes. <laughs> and, and you know what? In, in in theory, if they took that journey together, they probably would have ended up there together or mm-hmm. ran into the wolves. And then, you know, who knows what would have happened. At least gotten that far. Yeah, I, I think they would have been safe from the wolves the same way that that Morgan defeated them. So, well, if when was, he was out there alone. Well, yeah, but if it was two people, would the wolves have snuck up on on them, or would they have just attacked? See, that's the question. Oh, okay. Because it was two against one, but if it was two against two, maybe they would have just gone in and attacked. And you know, it's hard to say. You know, it's yeah. it's just a question that will never yeah. be answered because right. poor Eastman got bit by a zombie. But once again, here's where um, cause and effect. He saw the boy coming at it at him. He wanted to die. He he felt bad for killing the kid, so he was ready to let the zombie bite him. And then Eastman stepped in and got himself killed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, he even says it to him. Why'd you do that? Why? I want to die. Why'd you do that? Right, Kelly. Yeah. Oh, good. You're I still- just, no, yeah, I'm still here. It's just, it was really sad. I mean, that that whole bit, um, bit, bite, ha. Huh? Um, <laughs> and, and yet, it was really lovely as well to see that Morgan's reaction was anger. Well, because that's easier for most people than, than sadness or grief, of course. Mm-hmm. And Eastman's reaction was acceptance and i i doubt we're going to see how long it took um morgan to get from eastman's place to meeting up with rick and everyone at alexandria i don't think it took long though did it just days i mean they they showed us you know that terminus or the sign yeah going to the terminus sign and then we can hook that up with what we saw in season four or five uh, see, five, uh, might five. be four and a half. <laughs> okay. Oh, true. Four and a half. That's yeah. true. So, but probably only days. What do you think? Uh, I don't, a couple weeks. I lose walking dead time passage because yeah. they're, mm-hmm. they are jumping through time, but more importantly, they are so rich in content that you, you don't really feel the passage of time other than the baby will let you know. Barely. Well, yeah, baby right. hasn't aged at all. Well, nine. But, well, but you can assume <laughs> nine to one year, one nine to nine months to two years old. Somewhere in that is how old the baby is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I know. Um, well, so it's just it's it's interesting to me that there's not that much time that goes by from leaving Eastman's and arriving at Alexandria. So. When he, you know, he was so angry that Eastman got bitten. But then when we see him leave and he looks at the, you know, he's walking away and Eastman was buried and he looks at the the rabbit's foot and he gets that little smile that we also see when he wakes up in the car 
um, when he first meets those two wolves and he looks Uh at the rabbit's foot there. So it's like not much there. There isn't really time for a massive for for anything massive to happen during that period of time. So his transformation has taken place. And it's just interesting to me, and, and I love it. So, I mean, it's just that, to me, that was beautiful um, with that whole Eastman experience, that he went from that anger in the face of Eastman's acceptance, and then when he walks away, he had come to some acceptance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I was clear about that. Very clear. I mean, you okay. feel... You feel you now discover that you you feel Eastman throughout the past episodes you just watched. Yeah. Like Eastman is definitely him. Yeah. Eastman lives on in him yeah. and you feel all his decisions are being made by that encounter. And that to me is excellent writing for the show because even though you've watched all those episodes in the past, you have this aha moment and then you can track Eastman in every single episode you've already seen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and so going back real quick to um, Susan, when you were saying this is minutes and minutes and minutes ago Mm -hmm. (laughs) about Mm -hmm. him trying to convert that wolf that he's holding in the the empty house. um, He's probably the equivalent of Eastman's Crichton. The, the guy that the one man yes. who said was evil. Yes, that's now, what I, I was actually, thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And, and honestly, I don't believe that this wolf is evil. I think that stuff has happened. Do I believe he could be changed the way Morgan was? I don't think so. But I also don't think that he's evil. I just think that in this current universe with the zombie apocalypse, that most people are not going to be able to be transformed into peaceful people. You're, you're saying this, this, this wolf guy is not evil. Yeah, because I think I, I reserve the word evil for, um, oh gosh, I don't know. I, I, I don't, yeah, this guy I, is evil. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm and maybe he is too, because no. he's just killing just right without regard. And but is right he the leader of the wolves? Uh, he might be. We don't know who the leader is. I guess is. he could be. So he might be. But yeah. the fact is, Morgan tells him the whole story. He and says, I'm still going to kill you. And I'm still going to kill you. And that, and then Eastman says, the murderer who killed his wife and child, he saw something in his eyes. And that might have been the moment that Morgan saw something in his eyes. And that's why when he locks the door, mm-hmm. he kind of gives that look like, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to kill this guy. Yeah, I I don't know if he he does. I think he's still trying to figure out a way to to change him. Well, I think that that's going to be dangerous because that's his new mission. I don't think he's going to try to change him. I think he doesn't know what to do with him. Mm. Yeah. But so when Eastman told Morgan that the gate was open, Morgan attacked. I mean, Morgan essentially told him, I'm going to kill you. Or didn't he actually say that? Or he just attacked? He he attacked. Okay. But it's still very similar then. You know, he attacked. Eastman gave him the Yeah, but eventually he didn't. Yeah, but but Eastman Eastman said he knows knows the behavior of people so well that he can kind of sense 
that there's good in them. You know what I mean? Right. And he, and he told that great story about the murderer and how he said, all of a sudden I saw through him. I knew he could never be changed. And when he, the murderer realized that, he tried to kill me. Yeah. But so does Morgan have that ability? You know, Eastman was an amazing forensic psychologist, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Well, they made it simple for Morgan because after that great story, <laughs> the guy says, I'm still going to kill you. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to kill your friends and I'm going to kill everybody everywhere. You know, the guy just yeah. outright said it again. Didn't even pause. Just mm-hmm. said, yeah. I'm going to kill you. Said, yeah, so what? Yeah. Okay. The um, okay about the the passage of time, the the only time that we know um, that we're definite about is you know when when Carol put the casserole in the oven, it was forty five minutes until until the end of that uh, when when the wolves attacked. And that was awesome, real time. That was great, real yeah. time show. But also, it, it's been so great that they've taken three episodes. And they said, okay, meanwhile at, meanwhile at, tied together with the truck horn. And even with the flashback, meanwhile after, here's this little bit, and then let's flashback to before. And now we're coming back, hopefully in the next episode, to meanwhile, why Morgan was talking to this guy. This is what was Uh, going on here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we have one more little thing at the the end of, of, Morgan's episode when he came out of the house, you could hear Rick uh, yelling, oh, yeah. "Open the gate!" Yeah, what would end? Oh, that killed me. That so, was so like... you know, we're so we're gonna have to see what happened when mm-hmm. um, how Rick got out of the RV. <laughs> so you think that was that was Rick? being? Sur- yeah, yeah, that was Rick. Okay. You know, uh, if we, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it when we get there with Rick. <laughs> uh oh. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, and one more thing about the about the wolves attacking. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's episode two, right? That's episode two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Carol's secret is out. Ooh, Everybody yeah. knows she's oh, a badass yeah. now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone will know. Yeah. And she was amazing. Oh, my she gosh. Was. Yes. Yes. She well, and to look at Morgan, pick her out. See, Morgan knew. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's a good point. Like they both picked each other out, actually. They're Mm -hmm. both watchers, you know. Yeah, Yeah. no, she she um she can turn it on when she needs to survive. You know what I mean? She's she's um definitely probably one of the probably the you know what she probably is the best suited person for the apocalypse. And I think she did the same thing. You know, okay, you know when she came into um Alexandria, she you know she put on those those mm-hmm. pastel clothes and looked like, you know, regular housewife and everything. But then uh, when the wolves came in, she put on the wolves clothing and put the w- So she did the same thing. She yeah. put on one of their costumes to infiltrate their group. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> She's amazing. So it's funny. Ha ha. When she came into Alexandria, she was a, a wolf in sheep's clothing. And then when she put the wolves wolves clothing on she was sort of like a sheep now she's never a sheep no, uh, you're fine. Yeah. well she was a sheep when we were yeah. first introduced Pretend. to her that's true no when we her husband oh yeah no, I know. back yeah. in season one yeah. yeah she was a victim back then and they look at what the apocalypse has brought out in her 
the strength to survive and to to maintain some kind of humanity within herself right. too. Yeah, even after her husband and her child died, you know. Yeah. Well, she didn't care about the husband. She didn't care about the husband, <laughs> but even after, you know, after Sophia, oh. you know, and she's still, it's like, okay, I guess I'll go on. <laughs> well, you know, I think she doesn't like kids because of the loss of her. She doesn't want to get any, well, she, she doesn't does. want to get, she does, but she can't get close to them because she knows the right. second she does, she's going to lose them. They're They're very easy targets to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, targets. <laughs> They're very easy people. Uh, you know, <laughs> kids are very. Yeah, that's the one thing that I feel like. Imagine going through the apocalypse with yourself or with a loved one, but imagine going through it with kids. Any crisis mm-hmm. with kids yeah. is is just terrifying to me. And I think this show and in season two really encapsulated that loss. Of her daughter, mm-hmm. like that, the fear of Miss disappearing and then finding her in this barn. It, it was just an uh, amazing moment for the show. What I want to go back to is in episode one, there's something that really bothered me, and actually quite a few people hiccuped on it who don't watch the show but decided to mm-hmm. tune in uh, for this because, you know, we all talk about it. We all love it. Yeah. And that was, why didn't they just leave the zombies in the pit? Yes. Mm-hmm. And clearly, yeah. clearly. Blow it up. Or... Right, you don't even need to do that. Yeah. This pit is majorly deep. Um, the um, It's kept the zombies away from Alexandria because they said that. They said, oh, this is why Alexandria doesn't have that many zombies mm-hmm. around it because they're all falling into the pit. The zombie noises from the pit are, are attracting other zombies. Yes, the truck was going to fall in, but they spent a day, two days, four days building fencing and and uh, to direct you know car yeah. parking cars you know so that the zombies would move why not do that at the site i put the fencing around there past the truck so in right. case the truck does fall in they right. could right and yeah. do okay. and do the fencing in such a way that the fencing pushes them back into the pit you know what <laughs> yeah. i mean yeah so i know why they did it i just think that story wise because story wise to have a herd coming after you the whole time is a big threat and mm-hmm. it threats the 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 end of alexandria right now yeah at the but, end of the day that's that's what yeah. it's threatening so you needed to get them out but then i'm thinking i'm just going back to the writers room I'm like well why not just discover the pit and as they discover it the truck falls in and then they all go ah and then the show takes off the way it takes off you know what i mean why did they have to have a plan yeah. Because Rick always has to have a plan. <laughs> I do think I do think it was a writing conceit though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That definitely. The- and and also where did they get helium? Yes. <laughs> For the balloons. Those balloons waving on top. There's yeah. plenty of stores. They oh just went God. to the party store. But it's still got- good? Yeah. Helium and tents last forever. It's only been well, three years. <laughs> is that yeah i don't know okay. i thought it's only been like 18 months or so three well, years that's and and say it's three been years is uh, oh you know what that's z nation thank you yeah so there you go it's even <laughs> been getting less your timelines time. i know it, uh, it <laughs> trust me when you're watching and you know this the the yeah. shows you watch i think you throw uh i zombie in there too right 
No, I, I zombie. It, it's yeah, it's, there, it, it, yeah, there's no apocalypse there, so... It, right, you know, that's true. You can't really... So. You no, know, I haven't watched that one, and I just binged Z Nation, so it's still top of mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite moment that I cut? No, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather talk about the... That the look that Murphy <laughs> did that time, you know. Yeah, that, that one, one time where he looked... The Murphy. <laughs> Yes. The Murphy. Yes. <laughs> um, so okay. what were some good beats in episode two? I'm trying to remember episode two. Uh, real quick because we've kind of, um, of course. Oh, Jesse. Jesse, when she went all mama bear and killed that wolf that was in her house. Oh, yeah, that was lady. Oh, yeah. So she has potential. Right. And, and she's coming, you know, from the same place where Carol was, where Carol started. And now yeah. is, uh, but that doesn't mean oh. her kids are going to die, but you know. Oh God. But does that bode poorly for Carol? Because in the no. walking dead, we seem to be able to have, you know, oh, there right. can there be can only, be only one. one. Yeah. Yeah. But we whatever. know this is a, a Rick love interest. Right. That means they might get rid of Carol. That's what I mean. No, never. No. Are you kidding me? We riot. <laughs> and Okay. You saying that also um, on on the Talking Dead after after the thank you episode uh, number three, uh-huh. uh, Damon Lindelof was on Talking Dead, and you know as a showrunner, one of the things he said was that the audience decides who the unkillables are. And uh, Eric, yeah, you just did that with Carol. <laughs> She is, I'm telling you, and yeah. Rick, I kind of feel Rick is that way, though. He has and, and teetered on and off. Yeah. Uh, now he's like, you kill it, like, he's stuck in this van, and I'm like, don't you dare. <laughs> but see, we, we know that he'll get out, though. Uh, uh, because of that holler. That, because of the end of uh, if, that episode, yeah. If you think that was him, I don't, are you absolutely sure that was him? I'm 99.9% sure. Hmm. <laughs> But to, yeah, well, to me, if he keeps quiet, the zombies should, in theory, walk around him. They're coming anyway, so. Yeah, but he should be safe in the van if he just shuts the damn door. Yeah, I thought that that door was yeah. still intact on the RV, so it shouldn't yeah. be a problem. Yeah. And then I always thought he could crawl up to the roof via the inside. You know how they have those air vents. But you know yeah. they can they can still just push it over because there's so many of them. Mm, really? Yeah. So he he needs to throw those bodies outside, and then just yeah, close the door and be quiet him. in there. Yeah. There you go. Uh huh. There you go. That that well, let's see what he does. But the speculation is, is he going to lose his hand? Like oh, the that's right. Because what happened to it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe he gets an infection in his hand. Right. Yeah. If, and he, then they, if he had been mm-hmm. bitten, why hasn't he cut it off yet? Because he knows. He didn't. He didn't get bit. He cut right. it on the knife. I fr- I freeze. Oh, I okay. step I okay. step frame through that because it was a little. <laughs> it happened so fast. It was a little unclear what did happen. Okay. And you know yeah. that machete that was in the skull of that one zombie. Yeah. As he was trying to stab it or pull out the machete, uh, it just the the zombie head uh, went down like his chin went to his chest. And that's when the blade cut his hand. Okay. Was trying to, I'd forgotten that. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't think he'd been bitten because yeah, I was saying that if he had been, he certainly would have cut off his hand by now. So I just didn't remember it was a knife. So I'm glad you caught that. Yeah. And um, no, I won't say that. Never mind. 
It's Come a, it's on. a, com- no, it's a comic spoiler. Um, oh, oh, okay. So no. But, and then, but a lot of people are saying, oh no, they're not going to cut off his hand because it's too expensive, you know, in terms of the production right. of the show. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what's his name? Uh, um, Merle. Merle had his arm cut off or his hand cut off and they did a great job with that. And then also Game of Thrones. Hello. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie. Yeah. And his so, golden hand. Yeah. So there's a way of. Rick with a golden hand. That yeah. Cool. So, there's, <laughs> so there's a way of making a prosthetic that the actor can have, you know, Captain Hook. Oh, yeah. And yeah. An- another uh, spoiler alert also, uh, Ash versus Evil Dead. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's it's, right. You guys have seen the, the, the trailer where he hooks on to the, the chainsaw? You know? Yeah. Anyway, oh, flying yeah. through the air. No. Okay. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, that's a classic, yeah. you know, iconic shot. So. Yeah, I need to check out that show. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, the first one was lots of fun. I, I definitely recommend it. I mean, it, the, the, the uh, television has never been better for the uh, zombie po- apocalypse. Yeah, that's true. So much to choose from. Mm-hmm. And they're they're all different kinds of zombies too. Exactly. Like you can go for the more light fare zombie show, or you can go for the very dark brooding, you know, uh, Z, uh, uh, Walking Dead, or Fear the Walking Dead. Fear the Walking Dead is darker than the Walking Dead. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> true. Well, especially with the torture part. <laughs> There was torture in, in season three of The Walking Dead, remember? Mm-hmm. I mean, as a matter of fact, very good torture when Glenn was tortured. That was amazing oh how gosh. dark that was. Yeah. But then, again, it was not as dark as it was in the comic. <laughs> well, they can't get that on TV. I'm sorry. I know. If, if it were on HBO. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, that did. Oof. That, yeah. <laughs> then everybody would quit the show because it's so awful <laughs> because of these awful things that have just happened to our favorite character. So I don't know. You watch American Horror Story. They do some pretty, um, without uh, saying an expletive, fracked up, fracked up uh, stuff on that show. Let me tell you. Jeez. Yeah, I, I saw the I saw the first episode this season and like, no, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> it is really creepy, isn't it? Yeah, it was creepy, and yeah, there was there was a big rape scene, and uh, yeah, yeah. It's so like, it's geez. like really. <laughs> I know they do that all the time on the show, and it's like I feel dirty after watching it. Yeah. So anyway, The Walking Dead. What happens in what else happens in episode two or three? We're forgetting three. Oh, well, yeah, three, episode three. Back. We have the um, the Alexandrians led led by uh, Glenn and Michonne and Heath trying to get back to town. Well, Rick does cardio. Um. <laughs> In cowboy boots. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I'm like watching that. That must have been There's fun. No way. That would your feet would be killing you after running like that. But zombie apocalypse, you got to keep moving. That's right. I guess so. Yeah, that was crazy. If yeah, I'm not ready to run. <laughs> no. <laughs> not that far and that long. That's so why Morgan I'm dying day one. Back. <laughs> yeah, Morgan got back already, and so yeah, now we're following them, the rest of the group going through the town, and Rick, and some of them overheard Rick telling 
is shown. Michonne, they're all not. Yeah, they're yeah. not all going to make it. Right. Right. Yeah, and that and, was you know after the the what's her name Annie tripped and hurt her ankle yeah. and I don't think the other guy yeah he did the blue shirt the guy in the blue shirt he was dead already I think yeah I don't, oh gosh, I don't think no. they gave him a name either so yeah. you know you're in Instead trouble a, when you don't yeah, have a name like a red shirt you either wear a red shirt or right? no name <laughs> exactly oh, gosh. Yes, guy who disagrees with Rick, you know you're gonna die. But there was so much, there was so much good stuff that happened in that episode because they did a good job of making you start to care about those people that you barely knew anything about. I mean, the guy with the letter, uh, you know, that was a really heart wrenching yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah. But I was, you know, I was very cynical at the beginning of the episode. I picked my my three people who would die. And yeah, was one of them Glenn? No, uh, Nicholas, uh, Annie, and um, the blue shirt guy. And the blue <laughs> shirt guy died right there at the beginning. So. Gosh, yeah. Yeah, he went down right away. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, another great thing is it's – I really feel the end of the episode three that – I really feel we could lose Rick because he you felt it in his face when he when you heard the zombies coming at him and even saw a little bit moving outside like you sensed he 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 was like I'm fracked. Yeah. It's like I'm spent, you yeah. know. And and there it was at the end at the end of uh season 2 we had another one where the RV was overrun by a uh, a herd. And um I forget who it was who was inside who died, but um, I guess one of Herschel's sons or something. Um, yeah, so it's really it's really amazing to watch our characters um, uh, be so threatened mm-hmm. so far this season. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like really be threatened, not only from the zombies, but from from uh, the wolves. Yes. You know? And some of those wolves who attacked Rick in the RV, Morgan let them go. Oh, true. Yes. But, once again, Morgan's passive causes people to die. Yes. You know what I mean? Rick Rick kills people, causes... You know what I mean? So, like, like, okay, let's say this. Do you believe the photos led them to Alexandria, or do you think Morgan uh, letting him go led him to Alexandria? Or both. Both, actually. Or both. Or would they have gotten there anyway? So it's all, you know, it's all like, I think, cause and effect. It's just part of, like, everything is cause and effect. So it just, it's going to happen regardless at some point. Like, Alexandria would have been swamped by the zombies at the exact moment, whether our gang was there or not, because that truck fell over right. and the zombies came the out. The truck would have fell, so, fallen and they would have heard, you know, something true. from, yeah. Well, I guess the thing that we need to do is do predictions on Glenn. Yeah. So, so who wants to go first? Well, let me let me ask a question to Kelly. Um, is is Stephen Yun uh, starting production <laughs> on his travel show? <laughs> Steven Universe. Oh my gosh, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, because we were going to make that, you know, so we have dibs right. on it, he even though I guess it's, it's oh my his gosh. name. It's his name, yes. 
<laughs> man. <laughs> Eric, uh, Steven Universe, yeah, like the uh, universe. Okay, is a uh, is a kids show. It's a really really good kids show. Um, and when I mentioned it to Susan the first time, I don't know what like six months months ago Something. or more. Yeah. Then she asked if that was starring Steven Yoon. And so is it Steven Yoon Iverse? Get it? I'd never heard of the show. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, you might no, be available. Yeah. <laughs> it's a I, really good kids yeah. animated kids show. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think I think he's back at work on The Walking Dead. I don't think they killed him. Um, I I think you're gonna have um, I because when he fell i think that's nicholas's body on top of him and that's what we're seeing is the intestines from nick guts we're yeah. seeing nick guts on top of him but um but it's also such a big group of walkers that you know how could they not um uh, just you know by accident <laughs> bite him yeah bite yeah. him or scratch him or something you know well, you want you want to hear my theory? Yeah, I think you're I think you're correct in that um, that it was his guts. Uh, uh, what was the guy? The Nicholas. Guy? Nicholas. Yeah, his guts being ripped or his body being ripped open, and then you know when you have guts and blood and stuff all over you, what does it do? It disguises your scent. Yeah, but isn't it? But it's zombie guts, right? It's Walker guts that disguise your scent. Already dead and decaying. Well, I, I think, I think just, just blood and guts in general. You know, unfortunately, our group has always gotten guts from dead things, but the fact is, he is dead, and it's blood and guts and whatever. And so, I believe this is my theory, anyway, is that. It'll get all over it. This is my hope, tell you the truth. Okay. Is that it gets all over him, he's covered in it, and he literally crawls out of the zombie group. But I, I think it's too fresh. <laughs> the blood and guts are too fresh. Hey, it's my theory. Yeah. I'm sticking okay. to it. That's your theory. Okay. I'm, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping right. that he crawls yeah. out of there covered I in hope, guts I and absolutely blood hope and survives. Right. Yes. You know? Or... We're going to see him as a zombie, and guess who's going to have to take him down? I was, you know, and then we're going to cry and be sad. Riot. Uh, Riot. So, Kelly, what's your theory? If they do that, I'm going to be pissed. Um, I don't take think him down, dead, but if he is, whatever. <laughs> um, and now I was thinking that it could be a Dave Sex Machina situation and someone's going to jump down into it like from the or, or jump down onto the dumpster from a roof and have something that to pull him up with. I don't know. Yeah, but it's they're going to bite him if that was the case. He was totally you saw that last shot. He it was a football tackle. You know what I mean? He was just a little teeny down. hole for the camera to look through. <laughs> yeah. You know so what I mean? maybe standing him. at the end of the alley or something yeah. to draw the other walkers out. That would work. That yeah. would work. Yeah, that would totally work and save them. Yeah, if there was some noise, uh, most likely 99% of them would, be, uh, would start walking in the other direction. So that could be it. You know, maybe they start hearing the gunfire from Alexandria. Do mm-hmm. we hear the gunfire from Alexandria? That's the beauty of... 
that's the beauty of Deus Ex Machina, that it doesn't have to be probable. It doesn't have to make sense. And I don't normally like it as a device, but if it comes to saving Glenn, then I, I'm cool with it. But yeah. you'll piss off me and maybe a lot of Lots other Lots of other people. Yeah, because there there are <laughs> there are cries on the internet. There's rage. There's nerd rage um, on both sides that um, people are going to rage quit the show if he dies or if he lives. No. Yeah. So. I know. It's, it's really interesting. <sighs> like, you want him to live, but then you don't want him to live. You know, because how how writing how are they going to get out of this? Mm-hmm. Like they're really and truthfully, he's dead. You know what I mean? The way they shot it, the way they showed it to us, the way our emotions he should be dead. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like or even our emotions. I mean, you got it. You, you can't tell me that you didn't like feel the loss as you watched it. Mm-hmm. You didn't gutturally go, no, at oh, the TV really. screen. You know what I mean? So we, we've emotionally accepted he was gone. And the only thing that gave us hope, to tell you the truth, was the talking dead. That's when they right. did him in memoriam, you're waiting for that moment. And then they're like, he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden there was a spark of hope. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> I just, I like him too much. I, I, even after what I bitched about on the other show, I just... <laughs> And you know what's so funny? I, I will come back and say this. Writing-wise, they did. They they were very clever. The reason I was complaining was because it was it was just a one-sided thing. I'm gonna go after Glenn. I'm gonna Nicholas. I'm gonna go after Glenn and I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill. Him. I'm gonna kill him. Mm-hmm. And then Glenn being the passive, almost uh, like the Morgan, you know, trying to hold on to his humanity, um, giving him all the chances in the world. His point of view started working. And Nicholas was able to kill and save somebody. And Nicholas was able to get in there in the fight. You know what I mean? He was turning. He was learning. Uh, They were becoming, I wouldn't say friends, but Nicholas was becoming adaptable to the apocalypse. So therefore, Glenn's theory was right. And then here they are in this moment. And what does Nicholas say to Glenn? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Because he did save Nicholas, but Nicholas just, he, like, he said, I, I just can't. Yeah. I got to right. check out. Right. So. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. And, and then cause and effect. because You're mad at Glenn because, Glenn, because you gave him this chance, he's now taking you out on accident, of course. But yeah. he has, you're, you're cause and effect. Because you, you did what you did. You're being ripped open by a bunch of zombies. Mm-hmm. So if he does, that's another reason why I think he's going to survive because there's more story to tell with him. Because do we do we have him survive, but do we lose who he is now? Because mm. his because he did give Nicholas so many chances, and then he's now going to come out of this realizing he can't do that anymore because he's going to oh, die. Okay. Mm. He, so, he really is going to die. So he's like Morgan with discretion, you know, <laughs> Morgan using judgment or I don't know. He's just not going to do it. I, I think if he survives, he will be changed and he will not rescue anybody other than his core group, of course. Um, but I think he because he, he was if he cheats this, 
he 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 will re- he will realize that I gave this guy a chance and look at where it got me. It got me in a pit of zombies being chewed on if it wasn't for the fact they were chewing on Nicholas. And I somehow by a miracle survived if that's the story that we're going to see played out, you know, because how how could you not be screwed up from being in that anyway, watching somebody who you knew, even though you didn't like him that much, being chewed in front of you Mm -hmm. and knowing that once they chew through him, they're going to chew through you. But he did see that with Noah. He witnessed Noah. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, and that was Nicholas's fault. I mean, Glenn was about to be killed. Yeah. Exactly. Really, and, and, and that was a big thing that started with Nicholas. Yeah. 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 It was. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it was and Glenn that. still, Glenn still should have killed him at that moment out by the truck. Glenn should have taken him out. But and he did. But he couldn't because it, it would have looked bad if only, you know, the new, the new people came back and the, the Alexandria people all died. And there you go. And then Nicholas shoots him and tries to kill him. Right. And he still won't take him out. You know what I mean? Because he was holding on to that piece of humanity that there is something good in people. That he people. can still learn. Yeah. Right. And I think that if if Glenn survives this, that part of him will be dead. I don't think he'll feel that way anymore. So it'll it'll and whatever really they do, sad. it'll be interesting. Well, that's it. So yeah. do you do you rather have Glenn die than Glenn be that? But then Rick is kind of there already, too. You know, like our group oh, yeah. is slowly – all of our group is slowly going there. Like Ms. uh was there, and then she's kind of gotten herself back. But then she's probably slipping back into it because of what's going on now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So True. So our, our whole group is kind of ebb and flowing in and out of this, this hellhole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the – the thing is to be able to do that and not just get stuck on one side or the other. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Hands up, so I, I need to take a survey. So three people say he will survive or we or won't survive. What do we what's the vote? I say he's surviving. But but changed forever. I say he's surviving. Yeah, yeah I think so too. All right. Let's be prepared to get our hearts broken. or not very true and I guess either way we can be like Eastman and just accept it so now here's the thing so we come back this Sunday and even though we think he's going to survive there's also part of us that will expect him not to survive right so they could pull okay true so they could pull a 30 something on us I don't know if y'all watched that, what, decades ago now, and um, have someone else, another major character die. You know, he'll end up surviving. We're like, oh, my God, yay, only to have another major character die instead. Well, who's going out to find him? Oh, God, Uh, true. Maggie. Mm -hmm. Now, which would be worse? (laughs) To me, that's where even if she's not pregnant, I really don't want Maggie to die. I mean, I don't want Glenn to either, but we Glenn looks like a goner. Oh, my God. You better not be right about that. Glenn looks like a goner. So if he is fine, 
But if Maggie gets killed for going out there to look for him, geez. Cause and effect. <laughs> yeah. Shit. <sighs> Not cool. <laughs> I mean, well, you know what? But can one live without the other? You know, there's your Romeo <sighs> and Juliet moment. It is well, so sad because well. she is the last of her family, too. Yeah. You know, the well, last obviously of the Glenn family. is it. But yeah, so she started with, yeah, almost a whole family. Her family, her whole family's yeah. gone. She's the last one. She lost her father. Yeah. She lost her sister. She lost all the relatives and whoever was gone before we even met them. Wow. Oh, man. All right. So yeah, it might be really, ugly. it might be really ugly. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and that's and then why we've this got is the our... most depressing show of the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. And then we've got our whole other subcast that we met only three seasons ago that any one of them could go because right now, like I said, the cast is way too big um, and they need to whittle it down a little bit. Um, Not that I want them to. I only say that because they don't utilize them as much as they should. You know what I mean? They Mm -hmm. can't they don't know how to weave everybody in and out. Though they did do a great job at the at the beginning of the season, how they were using everyone in it. I think they have found I think they finally I think they might have found a rhythm here of saying, hey, we can do bigger stories where we split our team up. Because for me, season four and a half was very successful at that. A lot of people hated it, but I liked going off and having these sub stories of Carol, you know, and then. Yeah. uh, you know what I mean, uh, right, Beth? Yeah. And you know, I liked, I liked it. I enjoyed it because I got to spend time with these people and get to really know them in the current crisis of whatever they were. And then I knew at some point they would wrangle back together, and they did at Terminus, and that was great. Mm-hmm. So here, here we are again, season six, kind of the same thing happening. We're yeah, breaking them up, giving them all their beats. They're allowed to have all their beats and do their things, but we know that they're going to be all together again. So hats off to the show for doing that, breaking them up and letting us concentrate on all our characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. and they're all a little closer together here, too, Um and so maybe that's that's why it's a little different from uh, yeah they're you know in season four right miles. it was like yeah. right it was like Game of Thrones it's like oh well these people are never going to see each other again right. <laughs> <laughs> right right but that's that's the greatest thing too that's the genius about the way they're writing this season is they're almost too close to each other like I don't understand how how they can hear what's going on off in the distance but yet be far enough away not to be able to get there within. 20 minutes. <laughs> well, I mean, when you, when you don't have the normal sounds of civilization, then it's, it I, well, sounds yes. carry a lot more. But, and I uh, agree with you on, I, I agree with you on that. And at the same time, um, you know, I'm not used to walking, like, let's say they're only across. Well, I was going to say, let's say in Burbank, right. Assuming that you guys would even know what Burbank, you know, uh, let's say they're in, uh, 10 mile radius of each other, though it's probably okay. even mm-hmm. less than that. You know, it's going to take you a little while to get oh, yeah. from one Definitely. side to the other, you know. So. <laughs> Unless you can run like Rick. <laughs> right. right. And then, you know, how, how many times have we heard a train in the middle of the night? Yeah. You know, exactly. like you said, it's absolutely the, the noise of the city is gone. The noise of our world is gone. We're back to nature. And and so therefore sound like that would carry uh, through. Mm-hmm. But I, I wish there was a way of letting us know 
how far they were. Though, didn't they say that on the first episode? Like, you got to take them up this road or that road, which will take and them they, 20 miles the out third, or something like right. that. Right. And, and then in the I third think they one, did say something like that. Um, they, they said that Rick was going to run back to the RV, which was like about a mile from where they were in the woods. So, so his, he ran a mile to the RV and then he drove for a while. And so who knows where he is. So, but yeah, we'll, we'll find and, out. And, and on top of that, uh, the wolves, the, the wolf pack that did, you remember when Morgan said, now here's a cause and effect again, mm-hmm. Morgan, let those five people go. What do they do? They go attack Rick. Yes. Yes. You know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a, you know, Oh, it's so frustrating because you really want to take Morgan's passiveness and letting people live because all life is precious. And, you know, you're in a zombie apocalypse. Who knows how many people are alive? You know what I mean? And yet every person that you let live who is a threat to you ends up coming back and doing something. Right. And so this if this person over here, like one of the wolves say, well, that life is precious, but that person is threatening to kill your group, you know, then you have to decide. And Morgan is not, he hasn't seen that yet. Yeah. Well, I, once again, Rick gets people killed. Morgan gets people killed. So the yin and yang of the universe, like how do you, the bottom line is find a cabin, Put a great fence around it. <laughs> have and, a goat and, alarm. And, and have a goat alarm and eat goat cheese, which I, to me, that is an apocalypse. I cannot, oh my God, goat cheese. I'd die if I had to eat goat cheese. And, and what were those, Goo Goo Clusters? Or oh, whatever? Goo Goo Clusters I could eat all, I could, <laughs> those I could live on in the zombie apocalypse. And they apparently don't go bad, so, you know. Oh, no. Not. Come on, it's like Twinkies. Are you kidding me? Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And it has been only about a year and a half, so, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, it was kind of nice to, to have goat cheese because that's something different. You know, you can have that on top of your salad. Yeah, well, to have something fresh like that, I think that was yeah. the thing. He had fresh vegetables growing. He yeah. had fresh goat cheese once he finally learned how to make it, which that was so clever. Did you notice that he, he liked his goat cheese and then you cut to uh, Morgan feeding the goat peanut butter? So you think that helped turn the milk to make it more tasty? That's what I got out of it. That's what I took. That's what I took out of it because he mentioned something about how gamey the goat cheese was. And then all of a sudden you see Morgan feeding it peanut butter. And all of a sudden he's like, I got that. I got it. I got it. It's good. (laughs) If if only he had had pineapple, right, Kelly? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) From the the strain. The vampires were feeding their humans pineapple. Yeah. So they tasted sweeter on mm-hmm. the bottom. Yeah. 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 It was a Hannibal moment. <laughs> yes. How many shows show. can we mix here? Yeah. Yes. Well, we, we haven't talked about Fargo. Well, that's Isn't true, that but... another podcast? Yes. It is. And, and you, you know but... what? You can't talk about it because I haven't watched it yet. I well, think I'm trying no. to binge watch, so la, 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 la. No, but just, just about the, the general... Um, the general feel of the show, the pace of the show, how it is such a slow burn. So I love that. Right. So uh, people who like that can appreciate episode four here um, yeah. with Morgan. Yeah. Well, I guess, so, you know, 
I actually was going to connect them and I, I held myself back because we were talking about uh, if Maggie goes out looking for Glenn and Maggie ends up being killed and Glenn makes it back alive. Um, the, the, ep- the name of the next episode of Fargo is the gift of the Magi or the Magi. I, I never know how people Magi. want to Magi. Okay. That, that's what I always say. Um, and there's the, uh, you know, Christmas story of that title mm-hmm. about um, the husband and wife and they don't have enough money uh, for Christmas gifts this year. And so they each sell something precious to them to quite, you know, secretly to buy something for the other one. And the gifts that they receive are really no longer usable because of what they sold to buy the other gifts. Um, And so that was reminding me of this potential thing with, you know, Glenn might make it back and Maggie may, I was going to go out and look for him and yet be killed. It's different from, you know, it's not gift related, but it still reminded me of that even more so than like potential Romeo and Juliet. But, um, so yeah, there's a connection that I didn't make earlier, but I'm making now because you brought it up. <laughs> Sorry. But you know, it is a yin and yang. It's a metaphor. Like the, like you said in Fargo with the gifts, it's like cause and effect. I'm going to, you know, I want to get you something. So I'm going to do this. And then, you know, you learn that you can't use it because you gave away. So, you know, so, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, um, that's just the sign of good writing at the end of the day Mm -hmm. the the writers really have found whatever whatever this arc is and you know funny enough we're not even halfway through the arc of this season so where are they gonna go yeah where are they gonna go and that's great you don't know where the show is going this (laughs) season and that's great yeah i mean you're really fearful where the show is going to tell you the truth so so i've read the comics so i'm not gonna say anything but you guys uh what are your predictions for these next few episodes uh kelly we'll start with you if you're uh, she's thinking she's thinking okay well while she's thinking (laughs) how about you eric i don't know um i you know what i have no freaking clue all i can predict because it was such a like the worst story plot point that was put into the season was I know the zombie herd is going to hit Alexandria and most likely destroy it. That's the only thing that because of how they wrote it at the beginning of the season, you know, that, that whole plot point that it has to, that is your, your underlining thread that is going to cause all of the panic that's going on in this season. Yeah. You know and, what I mean? And, and then you have the wolves and then you have this and then you have that. You know what I mean? But that's that's such a big threat to everything in the universe right now in mm-hmm. terms of our gang that that has to go all the way through the thread line uh, to the end. Like once that herd passes, there's going to be a lot of devastation where the show goes from there. Who survives? What? I have no clue. And that's. <laughs> And that's why I love this show, man. That's what you want. You don't. I always get mad at anytime. And I get mad at people who want shows that don't, that they they can predict. A a lot of people like stuff they can predict. For me, the more I can't predict what you're going to do, the more I'm engaged, the more I like to try to figure out, the more I hope. And that's why I like this show. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, that's why I'm a huge fan and I like talking about it because I don't know where they're going to go. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't like, I don't want a show to be totally random where it, it doesn't make sense where right. they go, but yeah, I, I don't want it to be predictable. Um, and what was what, your like question? lost? <laughs> no, I love lost. Well, um, we love lost because they resolved our characters, but they still haven't answered what the heck that Island was. I don't care though. I'm okay <laughs> with letting the mystery be. <laughs> no, I need to know. I spent oh, how gosh. many years watching the show? You got to give me one hint of what that <laughs> island is. And you know, the greatest thing is they can bring that show back and continue it on. Yeah. So True. I can't wait till that happens, to tell you the truth, because it will watch, happen. Do you watch The Leftovers, Eric? I don't yet. I need to binge watch. I hear oh, no. it's phenomenal. No, if you, it is phenomenal. But if you need everything answered, don't even start. Oh, I know. I know, but I like, but that show's not done running. See, no, That's, no, but, they, no. Lindelof has already right. said the things. Oh, are yeah. not, well, the questions are not going to be answered. I, I just have to watch the show to judge. Am I mad? Then at don't Lost? complain. No, what, what I'm saying is, <laughs> am I mad at Lost? Like when the last episode of Lost aired, I felt fulfilled. I knew where all my characters <laughs> ended up together okay. in heaven. Right? Yes. Did I learn anything from the island? Absolutely not. <laughs> is is that important though? I was fulfilled because my characters had their arc. I'm done. Yeah. It was kind of like six degrees, um, six feet under. Same thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I love that. Knew where all your characters ended up, and at the end of the day, that's what you want from a show. You want to start with them and you want to end with them in in the series, whether they go off to greener pastures or they or they tell you. Like in MASH, we're all going home. You know what I mean? You just want to know where the characters end up by the time a show ends. And Lost did that, so I was filled on that level. What The Walking Dead, we don't know where we're we don't know where we're going. Right. We know we're going into a seventh season. You might hear it's <laughs> it. Seventh season, you know, normally shows wrap up after a seventh season. Mm -hmm. This would be great if The Walking Dead keeps on this this great project, you know, this great yeah. arc that it's going on. Let it go. Let's go 12, 13, 14. Yeah. Let's start beating well, ER. Let's go after yeah. mashes. Like let's go after smoke, um, gun smokes link. Gun smoke ran for 20 something years. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, we know Kirkman would love to love for it to go on for 20 more years. And he said that about the comic also. So we'll see. But so, Kelly, wow. we, we have to know what you're projecting. Predictions yeah. are. That was the question. What are the predictions for this season? Did we lose her again? I <laughs> don't. I don't have any. I mean, I, I guess at this point, I no. I'm talking. Do y'all not hear me? I'm here. We hear you. Yeah. Okay. No, I didn't hear it earlier, but um, okay. So I guess right now, prediction is just that they'll have to leave Alexandria. And we'll see how many actually leave and how oh. many decide to stick it out. So they'll be but, on the road again? Yeah, but I have no predictions beyond that at all. And I'm cool with that. Okay. And I how about you, Susan? I, I read the comic. Oh, well, tell us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, I'll tell but, you. Has, but, but has <laughs> the comic, the comic hasn't lined up? No, I mean, it, it, it diverged way back. But still, you know, there are certain major plot points that that line up with it. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
Well, you spoiled it for yourself because this journey has been. You remember my no, I fear? I didn't. I didn't spoil it because you, in, because it is different. Right. So anything could happen. Yeah. I think like Glenn wasn't he killed off a long time in the comics? Am I correct? We we could talk. At, well, I mean, a lot of people know already, but you know, we'll we'll talk about it after. After, After we find out, finish recording here. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what you want to know. <laughs> no, but. I don't want to know anything. Um, yeah, you know the com- You want to get into the comics, but then you don't want to spoil it for yourself. You know, right. if you're in the TV universe, because you also have the the possibility that you know, okay, this thing happened at this point in time in the comic but it's going to happen at a different point in time in the show. And if it hasn't happened yet, and then the readers start talking about it, then it's completely ruined when it does happen. And yeah, (laughs) Kelly, you know what I'm talking about in in that other show. Uh, So. Um, In Game of Thrones. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Reading, but they're past the books now. So I know, but then there's still this other thing that, hasn't um, happened in the show that could still happen. Yes, Jon Snow is coming back. Well, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Glenn. Have you seen the have you seen that picture that's a mashup of Glenn that and Jon Snow? So Oh funny. my gosh. I love that. And then there's the Murphy bite. Yes, I like yeah. the Murphy bite mashup. That was genius. Yes. That's great. <laughs> so, you know, there are those possibilities that we didn't discuss because these worlds generally don't collide like that. So yeah. <laughs> if only they did. If only. It would be fun to do some kind of mashup, like literally get the worlds to collide, but it would never happen. But like like a fan film where you actually got yeah. the actors yeah. to to be in your little spoof. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be fun. Well, like the Oscars or the Emmys kind of do that. It would be fun to see worlds colliding. Yeah. Well, this this spring uh, we did a, a short film project that was a mashup of Star Trek and Star Wars. It was so much fun. Yeah, I love <laughs> I love seeing those you know those YouTube videos that do that where the Enterprise is battling the Death Star or something. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. fun. So you know, until next week, and uh, then you know we've got four more episodes for this half season. So we'll find out hopefully soon about Glenn. Well, hopefully if not the next episode, I think there will be a mutiny. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I don't think we'll find out this episode though. So there's what? a lot of angry people. Uh, Maybe so, the end of the episode. Okay. Yeah. There's something yeah. you're not telling us. <laughs> Those damn comic books. No, no, has nothing to do with the comic books. All right. So, well, I think we will find out in this episode. I think, um, yeah, I, I, uh, I hope. Well, if that we would don't, be great. I mean, the good thing is if they did hold it off, then you would kind of feel that he is dead, and and mm-hmm. you know what I mean. The loss would even be worse, mm-hmm. because like I said, cutting to Morgan's story on this episode four, it's like. The more time is going by that he's not Glenn's not around, so you're just starting to give in to the idea of him truly being gone. So it's ugh, I don't even want to think that way. I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, until we know, everybody geek on.